to Primary Attribute, where Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as it's known in a lot of other systems, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam, I play as Vons. Uh, we both use he, him pronouns. Vons is the furry little fox folk alchemist friend who is, at the moment, slathering for pancakes. This guy's hungry. I'm Erin, I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns. Erisene uses she, her pronouns. Erisene is like, I mean, pancakes are fine, I guess. Hi, I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard, and uh, we play, we both use she, her pronouns. And um, uh, Wealthy is probably about as tired as I am right now. How does she feel about pancakes, though? Mm-hmm. Well, Wealthy likes to eat, so pancakes are a good thing. See, I'm getting this sense that uh, some of us would prefer crepes or something like that. Tough. Right? <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he him pronouns. And in uh, Mike Mignola's uh, Hellboy series, uh, pancakes are canonically what turned Hellboy uh, from the side of evil to the side of good. So I'm hoping that my pancakes will do the same to Ericene's, uh grandparents. Okay, someone's <laughs> got a comic book collection. Yes, yes, he does. That's not incorrect. Yeah. A shocking twist. One or more of us likes comic books. <laughs> oh, no. expected of your actual play podcasters. It's our dark secret. Oh. Ooh. Jesus, let me just punch the microphone. I... <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. I have a feeling uh... we're in for another chaos zone. Wit's <laughs> <laughs> been hitting the gym. That uh, microphone looked very much like a speed bag in the moment. I just, <laughs> just got to fight those instincts, Wit. <laughs> I just needed some look. It's so strange because he's such a he's such a like a he's such a nonviolent person. You know what surprises us every time? That's, <laughs> you, you assume they're nonviolent, but you know no. my water. I don't I don't agree. <laughs> and that wit would do that for water? Actually look <sighs> like law just induces violence. <laughs> you know. I don't think any. I don't think anybody can disagree with that. <laughs> Is it even Lacroix this time, babe? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes a little more sense. Nothing <laughs> like a Pomplamousse or Lacroix to get you like ready to just fucking go. That's true. <laughs> you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It makes us feel good about what we do. And you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. I'll do the recap. Frymeath and Wealthy talked about the trolley problem and trolley got a good grade and, or uh, Wealthy got a good grade and trolley problem, which is both a reasonable thing to want and possible to achieve. Uh, and then said, no, I'm tired. Please let me go to bed. So Frymeath carried her to bed and Grick saw the baby carry of Wealthy by Frymeath. While he was spying on Aristique's correspondence and discovered that Frymeath is the quote unquote intimate friend of Griffin Lionheart, the currently pregnant uh, dwarven uh, woman from the Gemwood whose uh, baby parent is uh, not uh is not known uh erisine vons and photios went down the mystery hallway 
down a spiral staircase down about five stories that landed with uh that led to a landing with a stone-shaped wall and a small scattering of runes for enchanting i promise it was more than stone shaped it was actually stone but you can't stone shape unless there's stone i was letting people fill in the details themselves because our listeners are smart and i respect them adam Oh shit! <laughs> Vons took a note. Took notes about the runes, and Ericene got tired of Vons's shit and left. Uh, going back upstairs and discovering that she's pretty sure that the lever that leads to the mystery staircase was not there five years ago. Ericene ended up having a big conversation with Frymeath about trusting her and their relationship. Uh, and then, as a cliffhanger, Grix failed a wisdom check for how much baking powder he put in the pancakes. And we all said, what does that mean? Now we get to find out what's up with the pancakes. We get the what's crack up with the pancakes? Of- we get the crack version of pancakes. That's what just happened. God, you I get- really want pancakes. Adam, I, mean, I respect too. you and I... I understand why you said what you said. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry if I came off too sarcastic. Oh, no. What's real important is that our <laughs> audience still knows I respect them. <laughs> Adam does respect our audience. That was the hardest deflection I've ever heard. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. So, pancakes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, let's give that lots of space to get edited out. Yeah, so Grix has made pancakes. Everyone is now presumably consuming said pancakes. I want They're... mine in the shape of a fox face that's smiling. Uh, this one is. No, 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 Grix, make a dex check. This is a role-playing podcast. Uh, I, I, the one I gave him was just lumpy. But I can make a dex check. Sure, sure. Let's do a dex check. Why not? <laughs> uh, 12. And dex is not primary modifiers? for you. After modifiers. Bonds, this doesn't look uh, like a dex smiling sucks. fox at all. Well, does it taste like a smiling a fox? Brownie face? fox. What answer do you want to that? <laughs> That's the worst question that you've ever asked your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does it taste like a smiling fox in like a met in like a in like a metaphorical way or a physical way? <laughs> so we've established that there's the wrong amount of baking soda in these. Yeah. And this looks nothing like a smiling fox face. No. But Vons eats bugs, so he's not terribly yeah. worried about it either way. And there's syrup. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Syrup's not cheap either, so. <laughs> All right. You don't just, like, put a hole in one of these trees in the gem wood? Yeah, no. <laughs> no? And even How much if you wood did, there is there that left in the gem wood? A decent amount. Uh, having giant crystal skylights to let some sunlight through and <clears throat> a bunch of magic to supplement that. Uh has supported a very large number of trees. It's essentially, there's a large park in the middle of it. Oh. I think like a neighborhood gathered around Central Park, I say. That's right, someone so who it doesn't displaced, know shit about New York. 
Right. So this park displaced a bunch of the uh, native inhabitants. I don't think there were native inhabitants. Yeah, probably not of this cave. It's it's it, it was inside a mountain. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of things that live in the mountain. It's true. Clearly, you all need to go on a trip to the public library. Ooh, or another <laughs> uh, journey underground. Yes, you could do that too. I like this idea. See if there's dinosaurs down there. Mm-hmm. All right, you go. You eat breakfast. Breakfast happens. You all succeed at eating breakfast. It is still locked down. The real success happens a couple hours after breakfast. But in the meantime, I think Vaughn's needs to make sure that he's still studying. He wants to learn some of those potions that he's been after. How did the pancakes taste? Dry. Underleavened. <laughs> fizzy? Oh, underleavened. Okay, so we went a little low on the baking soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought we said over, but never mind. That's fine. Low is fine. I thought you just failed your check so you didn't know we talked about it we just talked about what the possibilities actually were okay doesn't matter (laughs) let's move on i don't know can i do some kind of check to see like if i liked it (laughs) sure is that a wisdom check I don't. I mean, are you like deluding if yourself I, like, into notice, it? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure. Sure, make a wisdom check. Okay. Do not add your listen bonus. <laughs> it's hard to listen. I to got people. a nat one, so I don't know fucking shit about anything that's happening <laughs> at, at breakfast. It was a food. Yeah, you just kind of, uh, I don't know, nothing registers. You've been pretty stressed out, I imagine. Uh, yes, yes, I have definitely been extremely stressed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side, though, um, the various Mayfinwees, who are not Erisene, do also consume the pancakes. So we'll see if Grix's plan has any merit. What plan? Plan? What the fuck are you talking about? Turning them good. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, through the power of pancakes. Yes. Yeah. So you guys have had food. It is still locked down. You are on day eight possibly nine, but it is still storming outside. If any of you have checked out that giant window that Erisene has in the ballroom to look out onto the outside, you can very much see that. I don't know how we could not, like, there's only so much room. There there is a, that that does get covered with a curtain pretty often during storms because uh, sometimes seeing people get killed or doing killing is uh, upsetting, so... Vaughn doesn't care to look out windows. They remind him of outside, which he doesn't care for, and lightly even less. Fair enough. So Vaughn wants to do research. Does anyone else have anything they want to do with their day? Help Vaughn's research? That's what you said. He said help help Vaughn's research. Ah. Yeah, I think I just I just want to like uh continue continue my thing, being helpful and uh do, like doing the dishes after cooking. And uh yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I want to try to, I, I, A, I will help Vons do research, mm-hmm. presumably alongside Frymeath. And, uh, I will also do some of my own research, but I have to remember what I'm researching. How do I make this old man love me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Does your grandparents' library have a self-help section? It does a philosophy section. It does have a philosophy Different, section. Yes, but Different, my, I promise. Probably as close as you're going to get in this library was my, my Actually, point. I think I will... I think I'll ask my grandfather for, like, recommendations of, um, like... Because we had a conversation yesterday about whether... About, like, the kind of, you know, people that we are uh, in some weirdly subtle ways uh you think that library of his has some Brene brown in it you asked that question last time did i still don't have an answer for you yeah i don't even know who that is still i think yeah you did you made a Brene brown joke last time my god it's like as a uh rpg player i just go into a fugue state yeah well uh uh I, th- I do think I want to, like, find out what his, like, current philosophical influences are. Because I am interested in him as a person, despite, you know, hating him in interesting ways. All right. We can do that. Make a charisma check just to see how much help you get from him in this endeavor. Uh, That's 11 plus 8 is 19. All right. You squeak out a very basic success. What does that sound like when you're talking to Frymeath and just like, hello, please give me a picture of your internal world via these other books. Presumably sounds Um, better than that. I will say, so like I was thinking last night about, um, you know, our conversation from yesterday and I'm just, you know, obviously I had a very specific point of view, but like if I wanted to get a wider point of view or you know even understand where you're coming from on that subject where would i start he thinks about it and um as a castle keeper i feel like this would be obvious within the conversation are you talking about just your conversation where it's like opening up to people is hard are you talking about the conversation where i'm talking about the the trolley problem (laughs) i'm talking about the trolley problem specifically um i have basically come to the conclusion that only by bullying him uh, into having a relationship with me will he actually have a relationship with me. <laughs> All right. Um, am I am I anywhere near this? Because I would really like to understand what the hell is going on with the with that freaking. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can be I a trolley problem the question or. The the trolley problem. I would really love to be, you know, like a fly on the wall to understand what the hell was going on with that question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm always happy to bring you down to the library. And clearly, Frymeath was, you know, happy to have you in the library. What does Wealthy's physical situation look like at the moment? Is Wealthy in a chair or? Yeah, in a chair, at least on the upper floors um, or like the main floor. Seems like we have not been taking that down the stairs. Um, you know, if I remember correctly, carried. I was ensconced on a on a um, on a, on an armchair. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Because it's not like sort of cornered I, you. I'm, I'm a halfling, so sitting in the back of sitting toward the back of a chair, my my legs not going to be like hanging off the end of the um, the the edge of the yeah, chair like it would be if I were a, a regular height person. 
Yeah. That's real cute, though. Yeah, well, I don't have a leg, so I, I don't need to be I cute. Don't, yeah, I mm-hmm. I would maybe not refer to Wealthy as cute at the moment, <laughs> if you know what's good for you. <laughs> I've always thought of Wealthy as cute. But at sure. the moment, I, re- I recognize that that might be a sensitive thing. No, Wealthy is a strong, powerful half Yeah. Just like, yes, Grix can be very cute, but like, for the most oh, part, sure he's can. just a guy. So calling someone cute can be a fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, all I'm For the record, that's me thinking that, not Vaughn's. Sure. Okay. Vaughn's is smaller and furry. He thinks he's the cute one. Mm. Never mind the mange. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> at least you three in the library. Grix, have you have you joined the library squad? These you days? know, I haven't been in there yet. I was actually just thinking about that. I might want to go in and just do some perusing on some of my subjects of choice. All right. I mean, also that's where the cool kids are at. So you know. Yeah, apparently. I'll go yeah. look for stuff on ghosts. Okay. Um so we basically just have a fucking public library. Yeah reading month promotion poster uh-huh. like all the yeah. npcs are in the background <laughs> yep. Do I get my personal very pizza? happy <laughs> only if you read 10 books <laughs> easy yeah <laughs> so erisene you're given a few books because that is a yeah you you succeeded and you phrased it well because you went hey how are you solving this philosophical problem <laughs> Which sounds removed enough from true emotional intimacy that he does not get tripped up on it. And you get a couple of philosophers. Um, you have these will get names later if they ever do it all. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think you need to name the philosophers. I don't think yeah, you, you need to name the philosophers. I think if you just want to give me like the general yeah. schools of uh, you, like you get, yeah, you what they work. ended up thinking. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta work. Um, I'm just gonna give you kind of what their overall deal is to start. Um, you get one book that is from an ancient elvish like military strategist. Think art of war, but slightly more broadly written to not just be about literal supply line attacks. Um, but that same kind of kind of overall look at the world in terms of this person very clearly has a very military line of thinking and is applying mm-hmm. that to the world outside of it. Oh, so it's more like Machiavelli's art of war than uh, Sun Tzu's art of war. Sure. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. just nothing. I oh, just okay. realized that I have internalized at least at a not insignificant portion of uh the prince and the art of war and the other art of war last year. Yeah. yeah which makes me feel really nice. Does it? Should it? Apparently. Actually. When you do it as a as an as an academic you, thing and not as an 80s business tactic. <laughs> yeah. When you do it as a, you know, <laughs> yeah, 80s. When when you do it as a queer non-binary person in the year 2020. <laughs> yeah. Because Partly because you really like the voice acting of the guy who does Machiavelli. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Scary business people are scary business people no matter what their gender uh, sexual orientation happens to. But Machiavelli, and, and, that's not, this isn't related to 80s business. Bros, no, I'm not saying though. 80s. Any business. It's not about business. Are and you not calling really about me a business? business, bro? 
Hey. Let's move on. I will fight you. Machiavelli's the CEO was more poorly received. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Fair. So, so you have that. Um, you have uh, two different utilitarian philosophers. Uh, what sort of uh, background of the utilitarian philosophers? Um, one of them is a human from about 150 years before the launch who um really pompous really pompous that's not great um but but um from a really pompous moved into a um a small relatively small island society of other humans same tech level we're not talking about a colonizer situation it's just kind of like if one of us moved to a small town um oh so not a colonizer but definitely a uh, a gentrifier yeah yeah, gentrifiers, that's right. Um, and then you have one from a Dorvish philosopher from 500 years ago, or more like a thousand years ago. A thousand years ago? Yeah. Lots of mining metaphors. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and of course, because there must always be one in every repressed masculine person's library, you get one of the Stoics. And what manner of person was that Stoic? A pixie. Seems to have mostly lived in the way it is described for living. It's described as living in the forest, but as you read it, and given what you know, you're guessing this was either leaking into or was a nearby other plane or other reality of some sort that they were kind of traveling between, possibly without knowing. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So yeah, you're, you're all set. You got a couple a uh, couple thousand pages of just pure joy to read through. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Vons, you were doing research? Oh yeah, Vons wants to learn how to shape stone like it was clay and stuff. That sounds like fun. So I think you got the recipe for that last time. If memory serves. Hmm. You're able to find a book with it in it. The problem you have is that you need to spend three days and... 300 gold to copy it over and you also need access to magical ink which is difficult at the moment oh yeah bonds doesn't have that yet yeah you 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 personally can't make it you have something that extends its use and basically makes it half price but you still need the original ink to do so um can't make it you can go and basically mail order some it's small enough that it will fit on the back of a rat what if we found some magical squid and just squeezed them really hard? Unfortunately, the magical squid were tragically hunted to extinction. No, no. Uh, Vons, I think you should spend the day hunting the house for magical squid. Hmm. I just feel like if Vons didn't already find the magical squid, that, like the chances of him finding the place that the magical squid would live. So yeah, like he already squid would say. <laughs> oh no! I've, I've got a solution to this. I got a solution because Ericene's in the same space, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ericene, Frymeath is also here. Ericene, are you aware? Hey, Ericene, Ericene uh, gets up. Ericene and turns around. Ericene and looks at Vons. Ericene, 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 Ericene. And then she just sits down and like turns around and sits back down 
Yeah, Aracene, I think Evans is trying to talk to you about something. Oh, yeah? You got magic squid here? Did you actually end up coming over to me? Are I mean, you just he's... stage whispering across the room? Yeah, it's basically across the room. <laughs> he's, he's still sitting down with a book in his lap. Uh, I, I, I look at Fry, I look at Fry I can't help it. Just very curt shake of the head. Okay, at this no. point, he's like <laughs> laying down. He's he's like staring at you from upside down. His his, his he's on his back. His his laps still I, like he's still cross legged. Book in his I lap. turn. I turn but and laid say back. he's staring at you real hard. I turn and say, no, yet squids. We, no, we don't have. There's your magic squids. <clears throat> no, we don't have anything even remotely like that here. Why? In what? Like, I need magic ink. Yeah, well, fucking pay for it, like everyone else does. I come on. You know what? You're being really rude right now, Grixon. Grix and Wealthy have to pay for their magic ink to copy thing to copy spells. Hey, Wealthy. What? Got any magic ink? <laughs> not on me, no. It's not my house. I mean, what magic ink now? Well, maybe you should write to your friend who you gave all of your money to to take care of it and ask him to send 300 gold worth of you know your money to the person who can sell you the ink that you need like an adult who understands how society works think salesman is actually a squid it's very flintstones-esque that would be perfect Every single time that he moves, it sounds like uh, the like scrambling sound from Hanna Barbera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you have money somewhere, and if you don't, none of the rest of us do. Ask, for- you know what? You know what, Vons? I think that if you ask Frymeth, really, really 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 nicely he might say yes and then i like make eye contact with my grandfather raises an eyebrow at you and says nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh if he's in the room he's seen all this already yes yes he yes. has, yes, he has. <laughs> yes that is what i tried to say <laughs> so vons oh vons doesn't know frymeath He's reading his books and everything, but he doesn't. But, but he could be your <laughs> ticket. Could be your ticket to the thing you need. And he want. could be your golden ticket. All you have to do is ask the upper class for something. I'm sorry. I can't stop thinking about two sets of grandparents sleeping in the same bed all of a sudden. Um, like a weird. Yeah. How do you think they make elves? The grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It skips a generation. <laughs> yeah. I imagine they like either there's some like two grandparents like stuffings going on in that bed or uh, maybe they're just being really polite and quiet about it. I don't know. It's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, Adam, everyone's wild place. Everyone has thought of that when they reread. Have they? <laughs> 
I, I mean, heard, yeah. as an adult, yeah. It's definitely come up before this and things I have read. <laughs> That's why I don't feel it's risque to talk about. I just feel like, yeah, yeah, the time knife. We've all we've all heard of the time. We've all seen the time knife. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the grandparents in Char in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They're they're real fucking weird, huh? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they just have a college kid wear that out on the corner to attract business. So Vaughn's he asking the old man for money and or supplies? Um. I don't want to ask him for money because Vaughn sees money as like this whole thing. Um, but uh, he'll he'll definitely ask the old man if he's got some squids. Does he have magic squids? Hey, Frymeath. Frymeath. Yes. Frymeath. Do you have any magic squids? No. Do how about, how about, squids? How about <laughs> magic squid ink? Do you have magic squid ink or magic ink? I guess it's magic ink. Ultimately, it's the ink that needs to be magic. Do you have ink that has magic? I may have some. Oh, can I write with it? Can I write with it? I would assume that's what you're using it for. Yes. Is that a yes? <laughs> can I write with it? Erisene, you, you've seen Frymeath just get a headache in the middle of a conversation before. Vaughn's <laughs> takes headaches is yes. Happening now. <laughs> Where's the ink? Where's the ink at? want to write with it. <laughs> I need to check something. What's <laughs> <laughs> hey Vons, this is a great way to be disinvited from the study. What's he gonna do? It's a lockdown. He could just make you leave. Make you leave. Oh, the study. And get in trouble outside. It is it is a big place. Yeah. Oh, Vons can get into so much trouble outside. He could advise you to go talk to my grandmother. Your grandmother. Well, what does happen if we inflict Vons upon your grandmother? God, I want to know so badly right now. I didn't know that I wanted it so badly, but I want it so badly. <laughs> what does happen? Suddenly I'm wondering what Gex is doing, too. <laughs> okay, I looked at my thing. Mm -hmm. So you keep going. Give me this thing. Give me this thing. Give me this thing. Well, he's, he's not so much being gimme as like, let's do this thing. It'll be fun. Yeah, but you keep talking is the, yeah. the bigger thing. You don't really, you aren't giving him a pause. Yeah, and it's in like uncomfortably close quarters. You can probably smell Vons. So he just looks at you and says, if you back up and stop talking, I will get the ink for you to use. Vons like suddenly sits down and like just mums. <laughs> Make a charisma saving throw. <laughs> for sitting? <laughs> For this, for this old man being scary. <laughs> Holy shit, I just 20'd. You're not afraid of this fucker. <laughs> Bourgeoisie asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Vons gets a 20 and he's not afraid of him? No, that's that was the good thing. <laughs> um, Shouldn't he be? You, you can tell this guy's trying to intimidate you and it does not work. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you succeeded versus Frymeath's intimidation check is basically, I think, what happened. Wait, wait, wait. If I understand this correctly, this means that Vaughn's feeling... Uh, hmm, wait, this was a... Uh, what, what role was this? Charisma saving Charisma. throw? Oh, it was a saving. Yes, which means that okay. Frymeath was trying to influence you and it didn't work. 
Yes. He was trying to scare you and it didn't work. Okay. So Vaughn And it sits- spectacularly didn't work because you got a nat 20. So yes. you're like. So Vaughn sits politely and confidently. Right. You're clearly uncowed. Right. You didn't You've- pee your pants. He raises an eyebrow at that. But I'm then not goes- sure Vaughn's would anyway. Like, at his most intimidated, Vaughn's is aloof and ignorant. Oh, I disagree with that very strongly. We've seen Vaughn's freak out in so many different ways. Oh, that's true. We have. In like aggressively, (laughs) in like aggressively frightened ways. But those are usually life threatening situations as far as he can tell. This does feel like those moments where one of your friends is like, I'm cool under pressure. And then everyone else in the room looks at each other and starts laughing. Like, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. (laughs) I mean, you, yeah, you guys know it's fine. But, uh, Vons. But after raising an eyebrow at your apparent lack of intimidation, he open, goes over to his desk, opens a drawer, digs around for a second, and passes over three vials of ink, which is what you need. Okay, is this an actual lack of intimidation, or is this just a profound ignorance of his situation? This is an actual lack of intimidation. You successfully resisted someone's attempt to actively intimidate you. Huh. Okay. So you know what he was going for. So Vons just grins real big, says thank you. All right, you have your ink. You're aware that he's a scary person, but, uh, and you're aware that he's trying to intimidate you, but you're not, you're not oblivious to that. But okay. That is other math. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you, you have your ink and you can start, start writing this thing out. It will take you three days. Yeah. Vons is so happy. (laughs) All right. We'll say this is day eight of lockdown and that is the day you have started doing stuff. Look forward next time, listener, to me forgetting what day it is. I was going to ask, can we say that the damage is gone now? How because much damage had you taken? I had taken a total of 10 damage. Yeah, you've had enough days where you basically can do nothing but rest. Okay. And had access Perfect. to basic medical care. So, sure. I mean, we'd all taken some amount of damage, right? Yeah. I mean, except for maybe Grix. And actually, have- Vaughn's had taken... I just... I just did that up. I, I either just listened to that episode or just edited it. Um, Vaughn's should have a complete uh, back up to full health as well. Yeah. yeah. If, if you were at, sleep. let's just say if you were at 10 or less, you're back up to full health or 10 or less damage. You took all of that is recovered. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I like mark down negative something on my character sheet. And then how yeah. long has that been there? Maybe you should start dating when you... Yeah, right? (laughs) When you indicate damage. (laughs) It's just a thought, like... (laughs) You're not wrong. So. Does Wealthy research anything interesting? That was going to be my question. (sighs) Does Wealthy research anything interesting? Perhaps you can teach Grix how to make more fox-like pancakes. <laughs> um, that doesn't seem like the sort of insulting thing that uh, Wealthy would do. <laughs> you could look up bread monsters. Find the <laughs> source. Look up bread monsters. Um, no, um, I'm going to do some surreptitious 
looking around for Elandril information. That's right. That's the word, right word, isn't it? Elandril? Yep. Okay. Sure. I had also been researching Elandril, so if you want, I can bring you books. Yes. What's an Elandril? It's a place where <laughs> we think Professor Jenkins is at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of touch on the game right now. <laughs> And I can remember what Elandril is. You just sort of betting pool with the listeners about what major detail people are going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I will forever maintain that my forgetfulness really just plays in the listeners' hands. Now, now they get to remember as often as I do. And it's all in character. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just playing deep. I get it. <laughs> yep. Whole time. Yep. That's all, right. all that's ever happening. Uh. Wealthy, roll an intelligence check to do your research. Add a add two d four because Aristine is helping you. Well, that's a nat one. You can only find the books that Aristine <laughs> has been providing for you. You're just not. I'm not tracking well. Yeah, and uh, that that God, on really, so much really kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> to the listener reading between the lines, I know. Okay. Huh? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, th- never mind. So, what? What else is going on? Uh, Vons wants uh, Vons wants Lucky and Mitt at home to know that he's okay. That they still need to be making money because this is costing him a little bit eventually. And he did tell them that last time. Well, he's telling he them again. On, yeah, it checked be, up on them. <laughs> it would be in character for Vons too. Yeah. Oh, totally. I just, hand updates. I just also, want to make sure that it's clear. You did already do that. Also, he wants them to prepare certain ingredients. Okay. Uh-huh. That's fair. Fair enough. Right? Because Vons now has a knowledge of what ingredients he needs in order to make this stone shaping stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can have your everything ready to go when you get back. Oh, yeah. You, you send your message off with Bartholomew, I assume. Bartholomew mm-hmm. comes back. It's a message from Lucky that just says, love you too. Bones <laughs> didn't say I love you. <laughs> if only sarcasm could be conveyed through the voice acting of text. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, she at least got the message, <laughs> whether she chooses to act on it or not. You will not know <laughs> until you return. Bones, <laughs> um... Oh, I know what Vons would do. He would oh, no. uh, take a bit of leftover pancake and like roll it up and give some of it to Bartholomew and pack the rest along with him to send back to his sister. Because because that's the nicest thing he can think of as affection. You, you successfully deliver like one square inch worth of pancake. <laughs> uh-huh. You do not get an immediate response. It's You'll simple. have to live in suspense. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I think that I have realized that I never found out what happened with uh, Jasper and Tilia after the uh, after the party and after we, uh, you know, got back from outside. Um, I kind of hope that Tilia is still there and that Jasper went home with curiosity. Um, but that's just my personal desire. Uh, so I will write to each of them 
uh, intern. Be like, hey, crazy time with us, you know, being stuck outside. Uh, <laughs> Hope you're at the brewery still spending lots of money. Uh, let me know if you're okay or not. Um, and I the, basically, it's the same message to uh, both Jasper and Tilia. All right. Give me a second. Are you writing the same thing twice? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I don't think I can compose a limerick this fast. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, have you tried limerickgenerator.com? No. I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> Feels like it could be, though. Anyway, uh, you get a note back that they are both stuck still at the... Oh, do I get the impression that anyone else apart from Lucky and Mitt and Jasper and Tilia are at the Fermenting Fox? When Vaughn's asked after the situation previously, there's at least like three people, maybe a few more there. So there's at least one other person. Possibly okay. more. <laughs> do I get any hint of it? of uh interesting gossip from tilia she she would know what i'm interested in knowing i'm gonna say you weirdly don't but you only get one note back although it's signed by both of them and it looks like jasper's the one who actually physically wrote it okay and uh tilia's signature is erratic so she may not have been in great condition to dictate at the time (laughs) (laughs) uh I say to, I'll say to Vons, well, I'm pretty sure you at least have like two very good paying customers. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh-huh. I mean, we'll set up some kind of a, of a, 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 like well, the punch card makes sense. That's the, that that makes sense as a thing. But like a mug club, like Ooh, that would yeah. that would be effective, right? Yeah, yeah. Some kind of promotion. I don't right. like totally disagree. Yeah. So Grix, yeah, you were looking up some motherfucking ghosts, right? Yeah, yeah, researching ghosts. Yeah, what kind of ghost yeah. research are you doing? Uh, I've got um, read magic loaded into my arm. And uh, I'm I'm trying to look for like uh, ghosts who could possess gems, um, or ghosts who like warm heat vents. Okay. Everything I know about ghosts. Yeah, and you had um, Lane, right? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I went through a couple possible names, so it didn't quite stick in my head. You have Lane in your arm, so you have one ghost that can possess gems already, <laughs> or at least something similar. But yeah, so Carol, I have two ghosts that can do that. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, yeah, Um, I know about that. That's why I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, uh, you have an additional source of information. I already Um, talked to them. They don't know shit. That's true. All right, roll an intelligence check to do your research. Okay, Uh, sixteen. All right, and actually, um, because you have read magic cast, throw a d six on top of that. Eighteen. All right, so. You cast read magic, Lane helps you out. None of these texts are strictly magical, but that doesn't mean she can't help highlight things and kind of give you an overlay of like, here's all the important stuff. Here's the stuff that seems familiar to me. So, you know, various words glow like red or green in your vision as you read through. You're able to get the um, the overall concepts pretty quickly. 
and basically just speed read through a bunch of stuff. So, as far as ghosts that possess gems, yeah, it's not really a ghost thing as such. Um, or at least most ghosts wouldn't do it. There are spells that can transfer souls into gems, oh. and that is more likely what has happened. Um, there's, there's a couple ways to do it. It requires a really powerful wizard or other magic user, and it is of highly questionable ethics at best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, um, it does cause, you know, problems. The, the soul can be transferred back out of these gems, um, and the gems can be put into other things that give them ways to, like, interact with the world. But if not, you're just in the void forever until the gem is broken. And oh, okay. you might not make it out of the gem when it's broken. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, as far as like the spell to do it, you can't cast it. And it's not fully outlined here oh, anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. As far as the ghosts liking warm things. In this case, it's... Those are just ghost ghosts. They probably didn't have anything cast on them to cause them to be this way. Um, ghosts are formed for a lot of reasons, which you find out, you know, several points in your research, including often dying in terrible ways, dying with unfinished business. Someone just really wants to fucking be a ghost when they die. Like, there's a couple of methods. Um, some of those people are also made into ghosts intentionally, sure. which is real fun for them. Um, although often those are being controlled by whoever made them in the first place. Hold on. Hold on. At what point do they decide to be ghosts? The occasional person out in the world, as I'm sure the occasional person in our world is like, it'd be really fucking cool to be a ghost when I die. I'm going to haunt the shit out of this place. All right. And then the conversion process. They die. Just, just don't leave. Yeah. Oh, they just die. Okay. And then it's like, sweet, I get to be a ghost now. This is noted to be in a vanishingly small minority of ghosts. <laughs> All right. As far as being attracted to quote unquote warm magic, um, it is primarily a, you know, perhaps better than most, that magic is inherently unstable and unpredictable. This means, among other reasons, among other things, that it tends to reach out into the planes and realities around it a little bit. Just like a mild, you know, leaking of energy. And so you find a book where someone discusses the ghosts gathering in places of magic. And in addition to it just being a, honestly, a lot of places with kind of wild magic in them were pretty dangerous. So ghosts probably turn up there because bad things happen. It is also likely one of the few physical phenomena in your world that can affect them in a meaningful way. Like they have a hard time. Depending on how old they are, especially, they can have a hard time even perceiving kind of quote unquote main mainline reality. But the magic thing doesn't require any effort on their part, and so they tend to be attracted to it. This feels familiar. Any follow up questions you want to ask about <laughs> ghosts? Uh is there anything is there anything that can be done for the ghosts? Like what's like It depends. Um so with the magic, the magic can cause problems with them moving on as well. Uh, but usually the bigger thing is just you need to help them move on in some way or another. 
if a ghost, the ghosts you saw based on what you're reading and your interactions with them, a lot of them are probably checked out enough that they are not going to be very easy to help if you can't at all. Like communicating with them is difficult enough. Yeah. Um, if you can find out their unfinished business and solve it for them, that often helps them move on. But okay. eventually the kind of pattern, you know, brain pattern or whatever, and the ghost starts to decay a bit. And so like they'll get stuck in loops and things like that. Yeah, totally. Hmm. Eventually they will kind of dissipate on their own, but it won't be as a coherent soul anymore. It's just goes out into the ether. Yeah. Okay. You can also like cast divine spells on them to banish them or whatever, but it's considered rude. Sure. I was just thinking that sounds rude. <laughs> Pro- probably don't want to do that then. Um, I would. Well, uh... oh, I-, I don't. I don't think I have any follow questions on that. Is there a reason why there would be so many ghosts there? That from what I can tell, that I I just said no more follow up questions. Than it's I all good. Um, from the conversations you had, you would guess that because so many of them died so suddenly and so violently, that's probably why. Okay. They were essentially traumatized into staying okay. on this plane. Also, so all, all um, we have to do is solve the corruption, and then they'll all go away. Yeah, problem solved. Um, okay. Actually, let's see. You rolled pretty well. So the other thing that you find one more contemporary book about this stuff. Wealthy knows this for sure. You know this less, but I've been picking this up as you do more research. That magical theory tends to get pretty uh, static. Because... <laughs> Like people do all sorts of new things, but the underpinnings of magic haven't really yeah. changed, and you have people live for hundreds of thousands of years. So, um, but you do find a more contemporary author who is someone who appears to have dabbled or at least interviewed people who work both in divine and arcane magic. And okay. they theorize that part of it may be that, well, gods are not essential to ghosts moving on. And souls moving on in general, they certainly help. Um, you know, if you if you know where you're going in the afterlife, and the being you believe in is there to be like, yeah, come on over. That's a lot easier than going. Well, shit, I'm dead. What do I do now? What if you just make up the the being you believe in? That's a big philosophical question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, this person theorizes that part of the reason there may be so many ghosts on the arcs is that there's either nowhere for them to go or there's a lot of traffic on the way. Okay. Basically, basically the gods may not be doing so good depending on which kind of metaphysical mechanic you believe they operate by. There's a bottleneck. Not all the checkout registers are staffed. Pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> Got it. And that automated checkout or, you, yep. know, or, you know, you're waiting for an apartment to open up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, You don't have to do more research into it directly, but yeah, basically there's a theory that the gods aren't doing so great post-corruption. And so that may be severely weakening their abilities, including things like the afterlife and having one. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Realizing that that would be a hard thing to even get Vons to understand. (laughs) But Vons does have a feeling that the, well, Hmm. the corruption is all coming from the same place. It's coming from the same thing. And Vons has a feeling that it can be solved somehow or cured or something, probably with the same thing and probably eventually inexpensively once it's manufactured. 
<laughs> Fear and not. maybe he Fear can sell tickets money. to that. Who knows? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to release the patents of the vaccine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vons is no Jonas Salk. Uh, he's he's figuring it out like everybody else is. Um, but in the meantime, happy to eat out of dumpsters. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry. How how privy to this idea is Vaughn's in the first place? This whole situation. Let's say, given everyone's been doing research, you're all talking about this over a relatively late dinner at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Got to talk about something. Yeah, you've all that been in the fun. same place. <laughs> so, are we eating dinner right now? Yes, because that sounds fun. Is there food? What kind of food? Let me just flip to this page in my drawer, Martin novel, and <laughs> <laughs> so there is food. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> there is food. Uh, there's a couple of chickens. There's potatoes. There's we'll root start vegetables. at the top there's of the page. There's a bottom well. of the page. There's a top of the next page. A few pages later, you have all been given a beautiful description of food. If you didn't hear it. Rewind and concentrate harder. It's definitely there somewhere, I'm sure. It's real tasty. There's salty flavors, acidy flavors. It's fantastic. Some of it's made of bug. Probably a lot of it is made out of bug. Actually, very little of it. Oh, because elves. Because rich people. Yeah. Elves. Tall people. Bastards. Um... (laughs) Anyway, yes, uh, Vons is is very interested in this because he remembers all of the wild stuff that they went through and they were going through the tunnels in the first place, how the uh, the ghost people, the ghost people who he wasn't particularly interested in at the time, kept on gravitating towards the the warmth, the the mm-hmm. magical flow that was happening. Uh, and that was weird because, I mean, pff, fuck that. Uh, Vons mostly just wanted to know what was going on next. Vons didn't even entirely know he was there in the first place. Like Is Frymeath around? Vons. Yeah, you're all at dinner. You're at... Um... Okay. Frymeath wasn't there for those weird giraffe horse spider <laughs> things. I'm not sure I no, properly but... established a dining room somewhere in your place, but there's one. No, it's but like I'm just trying to tables. verify that you know, Frymeath is about to find out a whole bunch of fucking shit about Erosine. Yeah, uh, every fucking NPC is here, so... Um. Oh, yeah, so Frymeath and Green get to watch uh, Vaughn's throwing himself across the table, doing this reenactment of the time that a spider thingy attacked him. And... Uh, <laughs> attacked him and the rest of the group? How much of the story do you relay? Well... Vaughn's can only really relay what he remembered. And then he talks about the time when he gave birth to the shield of the East. I, 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 as soon as, (laughs) as soon as as he says that, (laughs) my eyes go between (laughs) shield of the East and, uh, and Frymeath. It is almost disturbing how similar those raised eyebrows of stoic what are on those two very different people. Oh, yeah. We've been trying to convince S.H.I.E.L.D. for like every time he's been on, they've been on camera that they should uh, 
they should go along with this uh, very funny bit of <laughs> of Vons as their dad. And Vons is rolling across the table like uh, his elbows in gravy and he's talking about how he threw this thing and it made a boom. And then somehow Shield of the East came right out of it. And it was so beautiful. And Vons like suddenly like, oh, my God, this is majestic. And he's Uh going to save us all. This is fantastic. And uh, like, look, look how majestic this dragon thing is that I made. Uh Mm hmm. And and well, then uh, you know I I think he did like modest damage with his crossbow to one of those giraffey spider things. You were one of the few people to damage one directly. Mm, didn't do much. So you tell a hell of a story, and I'm assuming at some point you mentioned the other people that were there. I mean, Vaughn's. <sighs> Let's let's be real. Vaughn's probably mentioned them like they like there were more than footnotes. Yeah, yeah, no, they they were not the focus. You were not really relaying what anyone else was doing, except for like, and then Shield picked up Erosine and wealthy, and then yeah, like stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, like look how majestic my big boy is. It's very obvious who was there, even if their actions are not detailed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Erosine. Yes, wisdom check. With 2d6 <laughs> on top. <laughs> That's a 20 total. 8 plus 7 plus 2 plus 3. All right. That's a pretty good wisdom check. The expressions across the table as you scan it range from amused to horrified, especially once Vaughn starts uh, colliding with various dishes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. some kind of a... They don't have turkey here, do they? Is this like a roast? I mean, I'm sure we have some kind of bird. Situation? It's a roast chicken situation. It's chicken. Okay. They have chickens? Yeah. I guess they got foxes. Wait. <laughs> how is that thing, thing to do? Is this a huge chicken? Does this chicken no. like have... I would okay, love to a... know what happened with my uh, wisdom check, though. <laughs> First off, you Sorry. Bond gets on a mild <laughs> tangent about chickens while you scan the room. And... um. So yeah, I mean, all the people that you have adventured with in any real capacity. We got fox folk. I was just wondering if there are chicken folk. I'm a little worried about that all of a sudden. <laughs> Not one we just couldn't eat. leave you in the boat at the same time. We had to you know, <laughs> yeah. trade off with the hay. <laughs> so um, the, but the, the ones I'm sure you actually care about are your grandparents and possibly to a lesser extent your mom. Oh, yeah. I already told my mom the entire story uh, one night. I, re- I remember clearly that yeah. we actually did have that full conversation. So you can tell your mom is trying to hide it and is doing so fairly well, but she's your mom and you know these things. She is very worried. <laughs> uh-huh. Fair. Your, your grandmother looks a mixture of horrified and angry and generally upset. Uh-huh. Why would she be angry? And your, your grandfather Because I've been lying to them about everything that I am. Oh no! And your grandfather is just regarding you evenly, <laughs> unreadable, as he tends to be. I'll take a um, I'll take like a uh some like mashed root vegetable on my fork, um, and just like shrug and be like, it was really hard and like pretty messed up, yeah. But you know, Shield is here and. You know, we managed to get them out of wherever the fuck they were, you know, hanging out in the nether realms of 
impossible physical planes or whatever. So, so, you know, there's that as a bit of character development. um, Has Vaughn's had any awareness this whole time of uh, this idea that Ericene might want to appear to be this posh, rich girl this whole time? Yes, obviously. (laughs) Yes, that has been my entire thing the entire time. It comes up constantly. You just blew up my entire spot. I was so worried there wasn't going to be a big drama point this episode. <laughs> yeah. And I can't even say anything about it because we're at dinner. I'm not even sure Vons would understand that. No, in he doesn't. I'm certain he doesn't understand that. Like, oh, why would feels somebody very want character. to pretend that way? This <laughs> above all to thine own self be true. <laughs> I mean, he occasionally pretends to be Mortimer, but that's like a whole different thing. (laughs) And then sometimes he forgets who Mortimer is, and that's a whole other thing. Oh, he frequently forgets who Mortimer is, yeah. Just forgetting his deep web deep web username. I mean it happens. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. So with everyone. Their spot not blown up to them staring at Ericene in various ways. And Vaughn's continuing the story without a care in the world. I mean, to him, this is a glorious tale. It's a good story. It's a very good that story. <laughs> yeah. Not the audience that really needed to hear it. But yeah, this is a great I, well, story. Well, it's the audience that's listening now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess they don't need to hear it either. I uh, mean, yes, you do need to hear it and like and subscribe. Thank you. I'm Grixon Wealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're feeling in any particular way about all this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Grix is uncomfortable and would like to leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wealthy's, a, wealthy's a bit horrified. Vaughn's wishes that Grix would like provide some visuals for the color commentary. Uh, all that I'll say on my way out is just, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, um, we're just, we're, it's, bum, it's bummer that we had to accidentally drag Garrison down there. Bye. <laughs> Convincing. I feel like what happens, can just I, try to can drop I... like a Hail Mary, uh, like, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe they'll buy this. Can I, can I make a proposal for what, what happens like emotionally? Sure. Well, hold in on this scene? before you do. Shield is there, right? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Um, can I propose that everyone else gets the vibe of what has occurred here? Uh, and everyone else just slowly gets up and leaves the room and someone takes Vons away. And then it's just all the Mayfenwees left, like that yeah. Uh Vons. Or can I, I propose say, everyone gets the vibe? Most people get the vibe. What's up, Chris? Everyone gets Honestly, up. Honestly, everyone yes. leaves. We don't take Vons with us, so then it's just the Mayfenwees and Vons. Eh? <laughs> that cannot be up to me. Okay, uh, Vons. You're going to roll a dexterity check, and I'm going to roll a dexterity check for one of the characters that might think to remove you from this situation, and we'll see <laughs> oh, who <shit>. wins. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. This really calls for knowing what my dex is. Um, be sure to add your level as well. Oh, this is app? exactly what okay. I knew was going to happen. 
somehow I knew I somehow I knew that everything was going to get fucked up. Somehow you knew it would come down to a dex check. Somehow I knew that everything was going to get completely fucked up. If 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 everyone came to my house for this lockdown, I knew that something that everything was going to change. Like everything. <laughs> I think you have think of all the allies you have in the room to help you kill your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> think about the lawyer you hired to help your grandfather write his will (laughs) that he somehow wrote and got notarized during the store there's got to be notaries and it's a big place it's a big place bartholomew secretly a notary (laughs) oh my god bartholomew would absolutely be secretly a notary <laughs> that is right. perfectly. Of course he is. He told that me is... his room for a tiny little stamp in that belt. God, hey. if I die, I want to come back as a messenger rat. <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Uh, so. Ian will make sure that you come back as a messenger rat. The reincarnate spell does have episode. a lot of animals on its results table. All right. Here's my roll. Yep. I'm just going to put it right into the mic. 17 on the die plus one on my decks and five is 23. I think you beat this person by one or you meet. And if it meets, it beats in this situation. Ericene, make a uh, make a wisdom check. Uh, 19 plus seven is 26. You're not sure Alara was trying as hard as she could to grab Vaughn's. <laughs> sure <laughs> but he did dodge her <laughs> and so she just gives you a shrug and leaves the room <laughs> okay and so it's you your grandparents your mom <laughs> you has left into the kitchen <laughs> as fast as he possibly could so the huh? only other person left in the room is Vons, sprawled Who on the table the silverware covered in gravy and apparently stuffing silverware into his pockets <laughs> I turn to Vons and I say, hey, Vons, um, I need you to go away. And I smile. I smile really nicely. <laughs> away has so much interpretive meaning. Ericene doesn't, <laughs> doesn't care that that has that has a lot of meaning. She means it. She really means it. <laughs> oh. Vons is her Ericene's feelings. Vons does almost nothing except her Ericene's feelings. <laughs> so this is par for the course. Kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Vons, what do you do? Okay. Uh, Vons takes the silverware out of his pockets and um, let's see. Uh, Vons is bad at empathy, so I'm not trying to do that. Let's see. But you've been learning. He 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 understands like um, how do I put this? He's he's like low level empathy, and when he does feel empathy, it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all Ericene said was "go away." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's like so broadly interpretive that uh, Vaughn's well, okay. So Vaughn's has an awareness that uh, Ericene could mean like forever from me all period like all all of the stuff um yeah i recognize that i like shuffled together sentences there 
That's okay. Uh, so yeah, and, and, and that's what his brain does anyway, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah, Vance feels bad. She's she's still just smiling, and it's like a very, it's 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 a smile. Yeah, I don't think Vaughn's reads faces all that well. Sure, and that's fair. I'm telling, uh, I'm telling everyone. <laughs> Who's everyone? The smile of someone being held hostage. The listeners. There's only like Vaughn's and Ericene in this room right now, right? No. No. Uh, I thought everyone yeah. left. Nope. Everyone who Except is a Mayfinway is around oh, and Vaughn's. Oh, okay. And that is why Ericene said, er, you know, Vaughn's go away. Oh, well, if the Mayfinwees were there, Vaughn's wouldn't have started putting uh, silverware in his pockets. You tune in to the Mayfinwees being there as yeah. everyone else leaves. And you're like, oh, wait, they're still here. Slowly oh. placed knife back on table. Slowly placed fork down. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't surprise them terribly anyway, would it? Probably not. Uh, okay, so what Vons does then is he grabs a leg of whatever the uh, chicken is on, mm-hmm. like whatever kind of bird that is. Somehow Vons doubts it's chicken, uh, and he um, sulks off in the direction of his room. All right. Ericene puts her uh, her plate uh, further away from her. And rests her uh, arms on the table, leans forward and says, I guess we should probably talk, shouldn't we? And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our dankest, blazest posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. So, fun fact, uh, speaking of uh, damaged audio, uh, that was that part of the audio was. Un- oh, yeah, the un- name has not come up in the podcast yet. It has not because that part of the, your audio track was just destroyed and I couldn't make it out at all. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, we need to we need to reinsert that into the podcast at some point. It'll figure something out. It was also like, uh, you know. 11 o'clock on a the night that the thing had to come out so i couldn't catch to re-record it or anything so what we'll do is we'll arrive back at yeah and uh we'll just have to make a big deal out of that's right it was the name the whole time you can't get a good grade at frymeath yes most of his blasts do do involve actual blasting and you know giving birth to you know several thousand year old dragon folk hmm
surprisingly mm-hmm, soon mm-hmm. after the blasting, honestly. Surprisingly soon after the blasting.